Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help. From fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Coast to Coast. I'm your host, uh, Little 2K. Hey, man, I'm, uh, you know, we're going to be, I'm going to be doing this solo today. Uh, my co-host, uh, Brian, a.k.a. Beyond, he's not able to join me. Uh, it's going to be a little different today, but, um, you know, we're going to make it do what it do. Uh, I hope you guys like the new uh, intro. I uh, just um, found that, I found that a a little while ago, and uh, I had to cut it up a little bit and 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 get it on there. Um, yeah, I'm 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 really gonna reach out to some of these artists, man. I really want to get some of this really, really, really tough music, man, and um, uh, you know, a little longer format and uh, add it to the add it to the pod. So, um, 
Hope everybody's doing great. Uh, you see the, the new drip we got today, Buffalo versus everybody. This is a big week. Um, you know, taking on Casey, one of our uh, very, very familiar um, adversaries over the last few years, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't get no bigger than that. Um, you know, if I had to make a comparison, I would look at, you know, you got uh, Larry versus Larry versus Magic. You got, uh, you know, um, Shaq versus Hakeem. You got Hakeem versus Patrick. You know, you got Derek Jeter versus A-Rod. Like, this is this is as big as it this is a, this is as big as it gets um but yeah let's uh let's 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 get into the show um we're gonna do a quick recap um I guess showed up uh he's he's in the he's backstage waiting right now we got a, a fire guest for y'all today Darren Smith coming through uh he's a KC reporter very very knowledgeable individual came highly recommended from uh one of the chiefs fans that I that I linked up with on Twitter uh very respectable dude um you know, he's in our spaces a lot. So if you're in the spaces with me, I know you've seen Allen, a.k.a. Casey Talk. You know, that's my guy. Uh, but kind of crazy week for Buffalo. Uh, you know, we had the uh, bye week. You know what Sean McDermott's record is. But this year, man, it's been a weird year. We can't even win the bye week, can we? Uh, Von Miller gets arrested. Uh, domestic violence charge. You know, uh, Brandon Bean has a... I don't even know how to describe this press conference. It was it was a bit lackluster. Uh, I expect my general manager to come out and be a little more definitive, but um, it, it's also I understand what I understand the uh, predicament he's in. You don't want to alienate the player. At the same time, you don't want to piss off a fan base. Um, and we we kind of went through that in the off season with uh, with our punter um, Matariza. So. You know, we want to. We definitely want to let the legal let the legal uh, process play itself out. We want to give Vaughn every chance. Um, that you know, we want to we want to treat Vaughn like we would we would hope to be treated ourselves, innocent until proven guilty. That's what this country is based on. So, you know, let's see how those things play out. He will be available this weekend uh, for the game in KC. I mean, it's all hands on deck. We opened up the twenty one day window for uh, Dawson Knox and Kyrie Elam. Uh, Dane Jackson came off a protocol, concussion protocol. So uh, we getting we getting some necessary reinforcements in that secondary. And Dawson Knox is a uh, very capable ca uh, pass catcher. It seems like he has great games against Kansas City. So you know it's good to have him back. He's an excellent run blocker in line. He's excellent in space, um, and he's a familiar target for Josh. Uh, I know Joe Brady, uh, OC is um definitely happy to get another weapon back and yeah man let's uh without further ado i'm not gonna hold i'm not gonna hold them up i know this is a very very busy man and i appreciate greatly for him to take the time to come out and speak to us uh ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to the stage Dar mr darren smith how are you today sir i'm um, doing thank you so very much uh hopefully you can hear me okay can you hear me okay yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you loud and clear. I got you loud and clear. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate the invite. Uh, thank you uh, to the gentleman who uh, sent the invite out to me uh, to come on the show. As you, you had some kind words, and I really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. He said, uh, he, 
he the parallel he gave me was uh he said you're the Mookie Hawkins of uh of, <laughs> no, of, good or bad. of Kansas City Chiefs. That's great. That's oh, great. Okay. Listen, I was gonna say, I'm not Mo- sure that's a good or bad thing, but I, I'll no, that's it. a great. That's great, man. Mookie's one of Mookie's one of the one of the he's one of the chosen few. He's not afraid to ask the tough questions. Uh, he holds people's feet to the fire. He gives it to you like it is. He don't BS. He don't play around with it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I got a lot of ton of respect for Mookie. Uh, but Mr. Smith, um, you know, if you want to just give, hold on, just come here. Okay, all right, there, all right, there. I'm being respectful. I'm being respectful. All, good. all right, there. Um, big game this weekend. Uh, Chiefs eight and five, eight and four, right? Eight and four, eight and four, eight and four, eight and four. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm predicting my fault. I, I apologize. <laughs> no, all right, eight, eight, eight and four for now. Eight and four for now. The Kansas City Chiefs, um, you know. Uh, a a you know a, a flagship uh, organization in the NFL. Uh, they yeah. did it the right way. You know uh, they built the team. They built the they they went out and got the weapons. They built the they built the core, and then they brought in the franchise. Texas Tech quarterback uh, Patrick Mahomes. He came into the league. Man came out basically stepped off the college field and stepped into the NFL. Throw for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. I mean. Who, well, who that was a sophomore season. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I know. Yeah, the sophomore year, they gave him a chance to, you know, to let, they let him cook. They let him. They let, they let him simmer his freshman year, and then you know the sophomore, <laughs> sophomore year, they unleashed him. And um, you know, he's been rain. He's been he's been basically running roughshod over the league ever since. Um, Brady had his number once, but th- that's about it, man. Oh, oh, twice, twice, twice. My bad, twice. But um. KC is coming into this game in a unfamiliar position at this time of the year, not sitting in the one seed, um, coming off of a, a, a tough loss to a team that I, I don't think many people picked them to lose against. Not not a bad team, a very, very talented team, but um, nevertheless, uh, a, a loss that nobody really predicted. Um, your thoughts on that? Well, I can assure you I didn't, uh, I didn't have them losing, <laughs> so that's <laughs> – so that yeah, it did it did come by surprise, uh, so to speak. Look, man, you know, as you said, this is a. I'm not gonna say it's unfamiliar territory. They, you know, the the lowest they've been entering the playoffs has been a number two seed. Now, somehow, some way, whoever's been a number one seed, um, most of, I think it's been Baltimore, maybe one other time, uh, Kansas City ended up getting home for the advantage because of because the top seed in the Blues and in the division round, which gave the Chiefs, you know, when they won uh, the home field advantage for the AFC Championship game. This could actually be the first year that they go on the road, which would be, um, you know, territory that Patrick Mahomes is now familiar with. But, again, it, to be in this situation just means that for a defending Super Bowl champion and team, it's just more pressure that they should be expecting. You know, I'm, I'm for me, I'm a no excuse kind of guy. And so when it comes to the struggles that they're having, I don't really deal well with excuses, whether it's coming from the players or coaches, because it's like you've been there, you know what it takes. And the thing that you all were telling me and others over the years about being held accountable, you know, X, Y, Z, should still be going on. And, you know, and so when I hear, you know, that they don't, you know, that they're not 
on the same page with you know as it relates to the offense. I'm just thinking about the offense side of the football that they still haven't got these connections or whatever. It troubles me because most of these players were here last year, and now you're going on two years. You won a Super Bowl, but somehow, some way, you all have regressed versus progressing, and that does kind of make me, you know, give a little you know concern going into not only this particular game, but just going, you know, heading on into the postseason because I'm not sure it's gotten to the point. Well, we'll talk about it, but yeah, but there there are some major concerns that that uh, uh, bothered me about this current Chiefs team as it stands currently. Well, uh, I, I, I can't, couldn't agree more. Um, this is, I'm not familiar with the Chiefs uh, sitting at, at, at an 8-4 and four record, looking up to teams like Miami and uh, Baltimore. Um, well, I will, that, say, that, look, I, I will say this. I don't think it's going to end up that way. Baltimore's got a hell of a schedule going down the way. They, they have to travel to San Francisco. And I yep. think, I want to say they played Jacksonville or, or another team. So I expect another loss or two going on uh, Baltimore's resume along with the Miami Dolphins. I know that they have to take on the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, the Cowboys, if they're able to win on Sunday, they're going to be under pressure to continue winning. So they don't, so they don't lose on foot advantage to either right. the 49ers and or or the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So I like where Kansas City is sitting. Kansas City, at the end of the day, they just have to do their job, which is, of course, win the games that are in front of them. So, yeah, I, you know, and when I when I look at when I look at what we what we got going on right now with uh, Kansas City uh, hosting Buffalo yet again, uh, I look at your situation and I say, you know, Darren, it could be worse. You know, you could have. <laughs> One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, a top-rated defense, uh, a, a top-rated, well, very, a very, very good defense, and um, you know some offensive weapons that you believe that you can trust, and you could be sitting at six and six currently, right. like the Buffalo Bills are right now. Um, now, listen, we've shot ourselves in the foot um, multiple times. You know, twelve men on the field against the Denver Broncos—that that can't happen. Uh, Twenty seconds left in regulation. With a timeout, you got Josh Allen. He's done this multiple times over his career. You got to give him a shot. We kneel and take it to overtime and end up losing in overtime. Um, I think the Patriots scored. The Patriots scored twenty nine on us in in the game that 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 they beat us. I don't think they've scored twenty nine in the rest of the games combined that they've had so far this year. I mean, they're, they're absolutely terrible offensively, and um, <laughs> definitely didn't score against the Chargers. And boy, yeah, wonder so that was interesting. I, yeah. And and it's crazy. I look at this team and I say, you know, okay, you know, franchise quarterback check, uh, you know, uh, pass catching options check, check, check. You got Kincaid, you got uh, Davis, who's who's been up and down, not not really, you know, he has been great, he has been bad either. You got a guy like Shakir coming on right now. You have uh, James Cook in the backfield. The offensive line right now is the best that it's ever been in Josh Allen's career. The defense, while it is injured, we took some major losses earlier this year. The defense still has played middle of the road. I mean, it's still been serviceable. Uh, it's gotten stopped when it needed to. Um, and we still sit at a 6-6 six six record. Uh, we're a couple missed field goals away, uh, a drop here, a drop there. And unfortunately, uh, I think that's kind of the case with both teams, these, these weapons that we've uh, – looked into that we put trust in 
have kind of failed us uh, in, in key spots. Like you're seeing some uncharacteristic things from Kelsey, a couple drops in the Eagles game. Um, MVS just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know we all expected more, more out of sky uh, at this point. Uh, I, I, I was high on him coming into the draft. I thought he was a, a nice compact slot type receiver that could uh, really get you some yards after the catch. Uh, Kadarius Tony, I, I have no idea what's going on with that. Uh, maybe you could shed some light on it because Twitter is a weird place. We hear a lot of conflicting reports of they're saving him for the playoffs. I know that's not true. Uh, he's often injured. He's making videos uh, heckling the Giants fans. I mean, this is un- this is unlike a, uh, a a Kansas City Chiefs team. And the the one thing that that I got a point to um, is there's no Eric Bieniemy, and I know Eric Bieniemy brought a level of accountability. He brought a level of of discipline, and 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 you know he didn't take a lot of you know stuff from the players. So, um, do you think that that's a core? Do you think that the loss of Eric Bieniemy is the correlation, or are you seeing an effect of his him not being there and how things are shaking out right now with the performance of the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, I think I've been the first and maybe the only person in the media when the season started, even even during the first game, that uh, said that the enemy being there was going to be a total loss for the Chiefs this season. Um, his absence, you know, and people try to make it seem like he didn't do play calling. Look, he called plays uh, when the people want to admit and go give all the credit to Andy Reid. Uh, what have you? Look, man, it's a it's a combination. It's it, it's a team effort. Look, you know, I mean, Andy, Andy will give the credit away and take all the blame. So I, you know, I I, I give him that. Um, but Eric brought something different that Nagy and even Andy Reid to an extent they can't they they can't do. The enemy is from the same area where these players are from growing up. I mean, obviously right. he, he he was from a place worse off than most most of the players, if not all the players on the team, being from Compton, California. You know, so he, he's someone that grew up uh, not only in the inner city but surrounded by gang violence. So he knows what it's like to grow up in a tough environment and where things aren't handed to you. He did everything, you know, by the book and, and did it the hard way. Obviously win a national title. Uh, with the Colorado Buffaloes leading them to a, a national championship in college, of course, and, you know, playing on the Super Bowl t- uh, team with the San Diego Chargers. So, I mean, and he's played at the highest level, and he's coached at the highest level. And so I, I tell people, and, you know, people like to laugh and joke about it, but it's serious. I mean, if you if you want to compare him to anyone with his coaching style, I'd compare it to Frank Boone. It's a fictional character with – Denzel as a, as Frank Boone, who's a high school coach out of Virginia in yep. the Titans. Yes. But the thing is, is that he demanded perfection and, and he was someone that, you know, I mean, just, if you just think about the movie, you fumble the football, he'll make you run, you know I mean? And, 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 and even in practice on training camp, every time the running backs, you know, ran, you know, ran a play, they, they have to run all the way to the end zone, you know, whether they score a touchdown or not, it's just, that's just how, that's just how it was now. Initially, when training camp started, they kind of did that, but then it just kind of went and whittled away. Uh, he is someone that got in Patrick's face, got in Kelsey's face. Kelsey pushed him. I think this was on national television. before, But, but before the half, he went back and made amends because 
EB is not someone that you want to mess with. I don't care who you are. And that's right. just and, – and by the time they went to the half, they were all, you know, lovey-dovey, you know, hugging one another. And so, you know, the players respect him because he didn't take shit. But also, he was someone that, yes, he got on you. He was hard on you. But that's because he wanted the best for you, and when you and when you produce, he became your biggest cheerleader, and that's what and that's what a lot of people can't seem to understand because they haven't been you know they they haven't been in a situation where they had to be coached hard or or, or put in a situation where you had to deal with the Eric Bieniemy type. A lot a lot of people who who are who are EB haters on Twitter have never been in the situation, haven't been in an environment, don't understand, and so and and it, and it's hard to explain because. One, if you're not black, you you're not gonna understand because you just you just don't. That's not the environment, and that's not how you were raised. That's not what you were around. So you're not gonna understand. And so, and a lot of it, you know, when I talk about E.B. and what he's done, I go to the minutia because he can talk the talk to the players, and he can talk their language. Nagy can't. Nagy can't get in somebody's face. Uh, you know, yell, curse, or whatever, and talk talk their language so that they'll understand. You know, and and Nagy being from a quarterback, he be a running back. Nagy will talk that quarterback talk with Mahomes, but he's not he's not going to do anything that's going to ruffle the feathers with with you know with Mahomes. Eric Bieniemy's not going to care because if if you if you're fouling up left and right, he's going to tell you about yourself. I tell you all the time, all the drop passes that these that these you know, these wide receivers they have for Kansas City, it would not happen. They wouldn't be leading the league in drop passes if the enemy was here. Because he'll cut that he'll cut that out after one or two weeks, if not the first week, you know, like they did uh the drop passes, especially in the season opener against the uh, uh Detroit Lions. That's just that's just not that's just not who he is and that's just not that and and he was someone that I tell people to go look at the video on my Twitter handle that I have pinned at the top. Mahomes said himself he held him and everyone else accountable, and and people just think it's just it's just you know rah rah cheerleading and getting in your face. No, he he was someone who demanded perfection and and wanted and wanted everything to be done right, precision. You know, I mean, everything had to be done to a science to a T, repetition stuff like that. So when you get into a game and you and you have situations, you know, the Chiefs have been in over the last few weeks that you understand like. He was he was someone that helped Andy Reid design plays, work with the players to to come up with with plays and stuff. There's no creativity that I see currently that uh, that's with this offense, and that's uh, and a lot of that is due to Eb not being there. I don't want to I didn't want to spend that much time talking about it, but that is but that is one of the many reasons uh, that the Chiefs have struggled this season. Uh, listen, you don't have to apologize. Like the purpose of this podcast is to bring the uh, opponents of the Buffalo Bills to the Buffalo Bills fans. Uh, I, I would, I want us, I want us as a fan base to not just know the teams that we're playing, but to understand them, understand what they, you know, how, how they, how they, how they work, um, you know, what type of habits they have, what their fan base is like, uh, some of the things, and and there's some common ground there. Uh, especially with discipline, when you talk about EB, and then yeah, and and, 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 and let me jump in real quick. So we, and that's another thing, discipline. You know, um, I, I know you're probably a big fan of Speak uh, that has Emmanuel Acho, Joy Taylor, and uh, uh, Lashawn Shady McCoy. There's a yeah, okay, that's fine. But there's a reason why McCoy doesn't like uh, Eric Bieniemy. Eric Bieniemy had him benched. Why? Because he kept fumbling the football. BB told him, you know, stop fumbling the football. 
hold the ball, you know, carry the ball with two hands, or whatever, because they kept knocking it out your hands. I think he had like three straight fumbles in three straight games. He benched them. You know, uh, McCoy went to Andy. Andy, you know, sided with the enemy, and he's been and and he didn't get a chance to play during the playoffs. Didn't play in the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, and he, you know, you know, they they pretty much gifted him a ring, but that's you know that's what happened. And so you know, he's been he, he's been trying to he's been trying to pour cold, you know cold water on the enemy and his and his head coach. He's talking about players don't like him, but as you've seen from Jamal Charles, Tyreek Hill, everyone has always has always. Uh, you know, gone against what Shady has said about the enemy because what he said just isn't true. Right, and and Shady used to play for us as well. Um, you know, he he came up in that like that Rex Ryan era with uh, you know, there were the Buffalo Bills were a little undisciplined at that time. But um, going into going on now, when we look at the other side of the football, uh, the defense is is uncharacteristically. Very good compared to you know years True. past. Um, there's no Darren Sorensen to be found here. There's no Mike Hughes to be found here. So um, listen, the 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 Chiefs defense, uh, they're getting after the quarterback. Those linebackers are everywhere. They're playmakers, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Drew Tranquil, which was a surprise to me. Uh that he that he's played as well as he had. And uh, Leo Chanel, who's a, a linebacker, I, I wanted Buffalo to get, but uh, at this point, Trent McDuffie, we're never going to forgive you of that. Uh, and a couple of late-round guys in Watson and Williams, um, Brian Cook out of Cincinnati, I loved him in college. Um, and then uh, I know Eric Reed, that a lot of people aren't really too happy with his play, but I'll let you get into that. Um, just speak a little bit about the Kansas City defense right now because they they've been balling. Well, uh, look, the, the Chiefs defense, as you said, this is uncharacteristically a good team. I said before the season started that the team MVP was going to be Steve Spagnuolo. One because Chris Jones was holding out, and I wasn't quite sure what the offense was going to do. And I also knew Steve wanted to be. You know, I know he still wants to be a head coach in the NFL. He may not get his opportunity, but I know he wants to. And but I figured that this would be his coaching, uh, you know, this would be like the coaching year of his life. And uh, the one of the good things I say about this particular defense is that because the Chiefs drafted like 10 players last year, all of them contributed, and I think all of them made the team. I think nine of them, uh, most of them became starters, especially on the defense side of football. So when they came in, the only system they knew or had to learn was spag the system. And Spags isn't really known for playing rookies and, and, and young players. Juan Thornton was the first rookie that started uh, in the system when he was a rookie here in Kansas City, started 15 games before he got injured and, and couldn't play in the Super Bowl. But last year you had Trent McDuffie start the season. You brought in Justin Reed, so he had to learn his system. You had George Karloftis, uh, like you said, Leo Chanel. Uh, you had a few other players, mm-hmm. Joshua Williams. and you know, so, so you had a lot of Brian Cook. You had a lot of players on that defense side of football coming in brand new. Well, that's all he knew. So you get them. They obviously had to buy the system if you want to make the team, of course. And 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 so they, they got a chance to play right away, get all the lumps and stuff. And and one of the things that the Chiefs do very well, and this goes really back, this goes back a number of years, but especially Andy Reid, on day one of training camp, Andy Reid will put a seventh-round draft pick, i.e. and Isaiah Pacheco, starting 
in the starting lineup with you know with the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes just to see just to get a mix of 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 how it looks. And so this starts from day one. So from day one, you'll see you'll see these rookies mixing with the veterans, vice versa, have the same way doing during during the preseason. So in the preseason, you have rookies that's that's out there with the first unit on both offense and defense. So what happens is when the season starts after 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 the three games season starts and you know you get to like week two where the Chiefs are opening up uh, on Amazon Prime against the Los Angeles Chargers, well you have a new player in Justin Watson. Now he's not a rookie, but he's coming from he's coming from uh, no actually no take the back it was Jalen Watson uh, a rookie where the Chiefs uh, uh, he ended up getting a pick six taking it back taking it all the way back for a touchdown to help the Chiefs win that win that game. So you so you've got these young players who are mixing with these veterans. And so when the lights are brightest and the bright lights, they're not afraid, you know? So, so, so they are, they already feel like they have experience because they're playing with veterans already, whether it's practice, training camp, preseason, and now the regular season. So now when you get, you know, when, you know, when, when you get into the thick of things, they're not afraid of, of, the, of the bright lights. And so that goes all the way up to the Super Bowl. You saw where Sky Moore, you talk about Kadarius Tony. Um, and others, you know, uh, just to read all them. When he gets to the Super Bowl, and these big plays are happening, they're they're making these big plays. They're contributing, and now you have this experience. So you have so now, mind you, now all you know is winning because this is that's what happens when you first get here, and you come into the season. You already know the playbook. You just have to make sure that you maximize what you do on top of the new stuff that Spags is is is, is giving you each and every week. So. You learn, you know, you got what you what you've already learned last year throughout throughout the summer, throughout training camps, mini camps, stuff like that. And you're getting the new stuff on there. So now you're now you're a veteran and you're and you're able to bring the other new players along and with this defense. And so yeah, it's uh it's just one of those things where they were able to grow into Spag's system. And now it's not it's not a matter where you have to react, you know what I'm saying, to to what's happening. Now you can be proactive because you already know what to expect. If Spags, if Spags puts the call out there, you don't have to try to figure out where you're supposed to be. You already know where you're supposed to be. You just have to execute, and that's what they've been able to do. That's it. That's it. Execution is key when you want to uh, close out games. Something that Buffalo has not done well this year is execute uh, down the stretch, execute defensively late in game. Uh, but I'm going to bring my co-host to the stage, uh, Beyond716 is here. Uh, welcome, sir. Hey guys, sorry for you, my, well, for my how, tardiness. How good, oh, good, yeah. thank you. Hey Darren, thanks for coming on. Appreciate you. Very welcome. You're Appreciate very welcome. You. No, no problem. No, no, no. We gonna get Coach Frank Boone on you. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. We gonna get Coach Boone on you. Um, you got beyond. You got you. You've been listening for a little bit. You got any? Uh, you got any questions for um for uh, Darren here? Well, you know, I'm just kind of getting into this again. I apologize for my promptness, uh, my lateness, I should say. Um, so how's how's the injury situation looking on the KC side of the ball? Unfortunately, we saw some scary incidents on Sunday night uh, with some of your players. Just wanted to get a rundown of how, how you guys are right now. Yeah, uh, let's see. Nick Bolden along with, I think, McCall Hartman, they could be playing Sunday. Uh, I know that they return to practice, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, what their involvement is. Uh, I'm sorry, they did not practice. I know those two didn't practice. Uh, Brian Cook has a sprained ankle, even though if you saw photos of it, it didn't look like it, but he has a sprained uh, sprain ankle. And then uh, Drew Tranquil is still under uh, concussion protocol at the moment. And I think they said so. Oh, 
Uh, Isaiah Pacheco has a shoulder contusion, so we don't we, we don't know as it relates. I mean, they, Andy won't say anything about who's going to play until Friday, so gotcha. we won't know. Who's yeah, we get the same thing on this side. McDermott keeps all of that stuff close to the cuff until the very last second. Um, so um, we, transitioning from you know what what's been happening this year and, and and some of the you know some of the things that I think are common between both teams uh, so far this season. Uh, coming up to this game, this is I mean over the last like three years, this has been must see TV, right? Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. I I, I went back and I watched. Uh, I was at work today. I was watching the uh, the uh, thirteen second game, and it's just like. And I remember watching this. I remember. I remember. Where I was when this game was happening. I was in California at a military school. Uh, I was at a, a, a school for the military uh, in in twenty twenty one. Watching this on a laptop in the in the barracks. And I mean, it was just it was it was like a it was like a title fight, man. I mean, I like if they would have rolled the Super Bowl trophy out at that point and given it to Kansas City, it would have been worth it because that was the best game of the year, in my opinion. Um, well, if you time to think about it, it ended the same way, you know, the previous four Super Bowls did for the Buffalo Bills. So, it's, wow. so you would have been you would have been used to it. Wow! So, you know, wow! You know, I, I mean, just. Yeah, he didn't waste any time, right? He's not lying. He's not lying. Hold on. You didn't waste any time twisting that knife in, right? I got to say about this little 13-second game because everybody makes it was the greatest game. It really wasn't all that great. I was there. So the last 13 seconds or whatever, I'm standing in the tunnel outside the locker room, you know, where media get before we go in there. So I'm standing right outside the locker room watching. We're watching the game on the television. And uh, I mean, yeah, the, the, the last quarter, the last how, how it all played out, but throughout the game, it wasn't. I mean, I didn't think it was like to me the best game I, I've seen and seen the kids be a part of is uh, the back and forth game with with the Los Angeles Rams at the Coliseum. I was there at that game down on the field, so I, so so seeing that game, it thing was fifty four fifty one, and you know, and it ended you know it ended with the Mahomes interception, but the score one hundred and five points. In a sixty-minute game, you know that that that's that's football right there. Uh, lack of defense, but it was a lot of defensive yeah. plays that took place in that game. So, I mean, I get it because it was a playoffs and people were talking about the quarterback stuff. But if you really watch, I think Gabe Davis had four touchdown catches in the game. But right. it really, but it, to me, it really wasn't something that was like uh, I got to go back and watch it. I mean, mind you now. You know, Kansas City won. I still, you know, I, I don't think I, I've never watched a game on television. You know, well, if I'm there, well, I'm always there. But you know, but watching the last quarter or whatever uh, on the television screen again, it was just one of those things. Okay, well, hopefully the Chiefs win the coin toss and can go down and score, which they end up doing. But it, I mean, you know, people if people want to make it greater than what it is, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, poo poo it. It just I've seen better, <laughs> so <laughs> I, 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 I can't I can't romanticize it. You know, even if they even if the Chiefs didn't win, I know people talking about well, Josh Allen didn't get a chance to you know have the ball. Well, no shit, Mahomes didn't get the ball two years earlier against Tom Brady, so right, but nobody right. wanted to change the rules at that time. So you know, so I, again, it's hard for me to feel anything for it because 
Chiefs were in a situation two years earlier, and the Bills didn't want to, you know, didn't want to change the rules for the Chiefs back then. So I know. Yeah, D- Darren is kind of right. right. That well, game. I- I, I no, looked no, at that game. I am right. <laughs> really, really <laughs> took off at 20. It was like that game from 24-13, the Gabe bomb. Remember, Whittle? Mm-hmm. Right, that Josh. You know, from that point on is when yeah. that game got incredible, right? But the beginning part of the game, it was good. It was really good. But that's when it really just took off to another stratosphere. Well, well if you remember, if you remember, um, Dayball kind of coached McDermott's way for, you know, the first half of that, you know, tried to tried to keep mixing the run in and things like that. And that's not really what Dayball wanted to do. He wanted to air that thing out. Um mm-hmm. and one thing I remember from that game which which sticks out to me more so than any other game is that um when jo- every time Josh every time Josh and the Bills would go down and they and you think that they're the, like this this is it. Casey can't get up from this. Like this is a dagger. You go and they pan over to Mahomes Stone face, no problem. Toss me the football. Let me just get a couple warm up throws in there, and it's right back on the field. And then Kansas City goes down the field. They score, and Josh looks, grabs his helmet, gets up, throws his helmet on, right back to work. I just, I love the, I love the, the focus and the, the just the competitive nature that both of those players show. It. it I mean, I, 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 it, it, that's what stands out to me from the game. It, it's one, of, it's one of my favorites, uh, especially that that last quarter, man. I'll say this: I know, I know, we like to give the QBs all the credit stuff like that, but I can assure you that Mahomes doesn't do that thirteen second stuff without a Tyree Kill and a Travis Kelsey. He, he, he's not able to do that with a Travis Kelsey and an MVS right now, or any other. So you know, it, it took it took a lot of moving parts. To make you know, saying to make that game and being what it was, and a lot of people don't like to don't like to admit it, don't like to get credit to it. But you know, there was somebody on them headsets, you know, next to Andy Reid making them calls, which was an Eric enemy, you know, saying yep. so. Yeah, uh, I feel like this. A lot of people want to want to blame EB for the AFC Championship game loss the following week to the uh, to the Cincinnati Bengals. They don't want to credit him with the two Super Bowl wins that he he made the call on. So I, I, I want to point that out every now and then. Darren, I want to know whose decision it was to go for it, uh, go for it instead of take the three uh, right before the half against Cincinnati because I thought I was like that was literally offense. all Mahomes. Yeah, that that was crazy. I, that you got to take the points, man. You got to mm-hmm. take the points. They don't Cincinnati don't score like that. You got to take the points there. Yeah, just but, take that three, but, get the but, momentum. But but here's the thing: still in the second half. I mean, I I, I don't care at the end of the day. Yeah, you should you should have taken the points, yes. But you still had a second half. And I think if I remember correctly, I think the Chiefs got the ball to start the second half. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you still should have came down and scored and did whatever. So I look I, again, I'm in the no excuse business. You had opportunities to do to do what you need to do. I mean, and you got the ball first in overtime. Right. So right. you could have so you could have went down and scored, he threw an interception and that was a ball game. So Yep, yep. Credit to the Bengals. They took care of business uh against you guys and against us. Um but that, that takes us to, to Sunday. Um, Bills are coming in off the bye week. McDermott's record off the bye is is, is flawless so far. Um, he's he's always fared well against the Chiefs after the bye. Uh, I think we've played you guys twice after the bye so far um, in his career, and, and both of them were wins. I believe it was twice. It might have been I know one. They, I know they won the last two. I think one game was early in the season. I don't think it was after the bye. 
but I know yeah, one yeah, of so them might have been Sunday night. Yeah, one yeah. was a Sunday night game where they where they kind of ran the Chiefs off the field, and then the last time, uh, last year was in October, and they won twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, and that was – and, again, the Chiefs led late into the ball game. I think Mahomes got sacked by uh, by Von Miller, and I think he even threw a throw, throw an interception in the game. So, it was, again, kind of story the Chiefs. You know, kind of story the Chiefs. They'll have a lead and find a way to, you know, snatch victory from the Jaws or snatch defeat from the Jaws of victory or whatever, so. Yeah, yeah, we we've been doing a great job of that this year as well. <laughs> Buffalo had for sure. Yeah, but that's been more your quarterback than anything else. Oh no, 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 no. I'm no, no, no. I, that's that's that, that's the head coach. There's no I, way. I listen. saw Josh Allen throw four interceptions in Game One against the Jets. That wasn't the coach. I, now that we, that for we sure. Were there that, for we, that. Yeah, <laughs> we, we were at that game. I also, like, also hey, I also saw Josh Allen throw a few. You know, throw throw a few more things. And, some of these other games too. I mean, I, I saw him against the Bengals. I saw him bad, against that was a bad, yeah. bad interception coming out the half against the Bengals. Another bad interception the week after against the uh, Broncos, right before halftime, that allowed them to triple dip. But again, in those game, games, Jacksonville Jaguars. I had none of that well, game, and you know he, you know they, you know oh, they, you know every, hey, everybody's like, oh man. You know, we left on Thursday. Well, the Chiefs left on Thursday too and beat the Miami Dolphins. So, you know, we don't. Well, the Miami, the Miami Dolphins aren't that. They're, they're, we beat them. We we beat them forty-eight to twenty. So, you know, <laughs> but we, we we run those guys. But um, in this game, I I, I look at I look at the teams and where they where they currently sit. The uh, Chiefs' offense isn't what it was. Which is great because the Buffalo Bills defense isn't what it usually is either at this point. But the offense uh, for the Bills has kind of been cooking the last two weeks, and um, they face a couple of really good defenses in the Jets and the, and the, I mean the Eagles are the Eagles are a solid group. I mean they got they got some key players in certain spots, um, and and you know thirty points in each game. Um, you know, how how do you think this goes? I, I think I think the I think the Bills offense is cooking right now. I don't I don't really see a defense being able to hold them under twenty four to twenty seven points. Uh, okay, um, a lot to unpack right there. I, I do think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a good game. I do see. I think even though Buffalo has been scoring. The 30s last couple of games, they scored 34 and 30, 32. Uh, their defenses that they've played, even though the Jets good defensively, they just didn't have an offense. You can't, you know, if you can't, right. you can't put up points. That you know, that's, that's going to hurt. Uh, for Kansas City, key for Kansas City is they've got the they've got to start off much quicker than what they have the last two. They've started off at a 14-0 deficit the last couple of weeks. It worked. Against the uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders, it didn't work last week. Trying to come back from behind, even when they got in position to you know to kind of tie stuff, they would they would you know they missed out on a two point conversion in last week's game. Um, look, you know what Josh Allen. Is. The thing about Josh, Josh likes to run the football, and that that could get him hurt uh, against a defense that, that that likes to hit players. Uh, Justin Reed is like that dude, and so. Um, but I look, let me say this because they've had the Chiefs number in the regular season, but in the postseason, that's where Kansas City has beat them the last two times. I know they beat them in the AC Championship game. 
I think mm-hmm. uh, uh, three years ago and then two years ago, yep. you know, with the whole division around stuff. So, so I mean, I don't want to make it seem like this game doesn't matter because it does matter. Both teams need to win, win this particular game more so for me. The Chiefs, obviously, if they're still trying to get that number one seed, uh, Buffalo, of course, needs to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. So, so I expect for the fans to have a good, you know, see a good matchup. Um, Defensively for the Chiefs, it's going to be it's, it's going to be difficult, and I won't know again as I said earlier until Friday who's going to be out, who's going to be in as it relates right. to Drew Tranquil. I don't expect Brian Cook to to play, so that, that I'm this way his ankle look. I, I don't expect him to play. Nick Bowden did be coming back, which which would be good, especially if Drew Tranquil uh, is still going to be out with concussion. So I do see a scenario where Tranquil is out. Nick Bolden is back in. Um, you know, we have the athleticism of Willie Gay, Leo Chanel when it comes mm-hmm. to run stopping. Um I, I, the key, the key for the Chiefs is for that is for their front line with, you know, with Chris Jones or Minahue and the others, Mike Dana, to put okay. pressure on, on Josh Allen. Force him to become a running quarterback. You know, and and I know he he can hurt a lot of teams with his legs, but I think in I think in this matchup the Chiefs will be, you know, hoping that he does run. Now, I don't expect him to try to <laughs> jump and dive over players like he's done the last couple of seasons. I think he's gotten enough hits for that. Um but I expect I expect a close matchup. Initially I had this game as a twenty four seventeen because you know the Chiefs last week giving them more points than they normally have against uh, against the Green Bay Packers. I think that was a one off. I'm not sure just how much the injuries uh, is going to affect uh, what they do defensively, but if if they get the if they get their act together, I can see a 21 17 Chiefs win. Now, if it goes where you know uh, you have to score. I can see, I can, you know, I know CBS is open for a high-scoring game. You know, if I put money in the game, I'm gonna kind of hope for that too. Uh, but, uh, but if 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 it if it does, I, see the thing, I, I don't see a, a Philly a Philly Bills game because I I just don't see, and I know how you talked about how bad Buffalo's defense is. But it's hard for me at the moment to see Kansas City taking advantage of it. Now they can surprise all of us come Sunday, and you know because they have put up points this season, just not. But the you know teams that they put them up against to me are kind of quote unquote inferior. So that's that's you know, and I don't want to call it bad teams bad teams, but that's just that's just how it is. Um, so I I mean I can see because I know the Chiefs have scored thirty one you know at least three times on three occasions you know scored forty one. 31 and 31. So if it does get up there, then and I guess I could see a 31 27 type ball game that goes to the goes to the end. But for me, for the Chiefs to win, they're going to have to have the lead and and keep Josh Allen him out the end zone to win the game. If it's the other way around, like we saw last week against uh the Packers to try to win the game, currently, and I keep it a buck. I don't see them. I don't see them coming back from behind to beat a Buffalo if they find themselves in that situation. I, I don't trust the offense. I don't trust the play calling. I don't trust the players at this moment to be able to pull it off. To pull off a come from behind victory. So for, for so for the Chiefs to win, in my opinion, and like I said, I don't know how the game's going to unfold. Depending on who wins the coin toss, blah 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 blah. For me, the Chiefs win if they have the lead going into the fourth quarter where they can hold on to it. I think. By doing that, they they would have learned their lesson 
like you know that like uh, um, they would have learned the lesson from the loss to Pitts, uh, to Philadelphia versus trying to come from behind like they had to like they tried to do try to attempt to do against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, and and that see when you when you brought up the 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 fourth quarter having a lead that that's what kind of worries me about this game because I do want Buffalo I do want Buffalo to 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 put up the I do want Buffalo to, to try to put up a ton of points I, I think that the higher scoring the game is the more it works out in our favor. Um, but what worries me is if we get into a situation like that, can Sean McDermott be trusted to trust the offense and make and pull the right buttons? I mean, push the right buttons and pull the right levers uh, down the that's stretch a, that you're a win. That's a good point you're bringing up because my concern with Buffalo's offense in this game is whether or not Josh Allen would try to force it to Stephon Diggs. Now, one of the things that the Chiefs, defensively have been able to do well, and this starts with Legereus Sneed, is they put him on a number one receiver. So I expect to see Sneed lined up against uh, uh, Diggs most of the day. I mean, he you know he held A.J. Brown to one catch. He held uh, Devontae Adams. I know he had four catches in the first quarter in Vegas, but only had one, one catch the rest of the game. So he only had five catches for like, I came in with 47 or 73 yards, but he kept him out the end zone. So my question is, is it is if he gets if he gets lined up across LJ, which I know he will be, how frustrated will he get if if Josh didn't get him the football enough? And if he tries to force it, that's where your mistakes start to start to happen because Josh starts forcing things, either trying to keep Diggs happy or to try to at least get him the ball to feel like he's he's in the ball game. Now, for me, Buffalo wins if they can have another Gabe Davis type performance where you have somebody else, a Dawson Knox or somebody else that's beating you. Uh, versus Steph Stefan Diggs again. I don't think Stefan. I don't think it's not that he can't have it because he did a, a you know. But I don't think he's going to have a big game against the Chiefs because really there hasn't been a number one receiver that's really had a big game against the Chiefs. Well, let me tell you, somebody did. Yeah, that, like, that's where I mean, they, they had they, they they had a collective uh, of yards or whatever, but were kept out the end zone. Yeah, and that's where, and that's where um, I think this Buffalo team is is better than what it what it's been in the past. Um, now you have a guy like Shakir who can make catch, who can make some make some plays. You know, pretty much wherever on the field, like the guys, the guys are extremely extremely good getting down the field. Uh, he makes contested catches. He beat he can beat one on one coverage. Uh, Don Kincaid is, has been a has been has been a reliable. A pass catcher for the Bills uh, for Josh Allen over the last few weeks. I expect that to continue. And then even, I mean, James Cook had the big drop last last week against, or not not last week, two weeks ago against the Eagles. But I, I do expect to, um, I do expect James Cook to be used in the passing game uh, a lot, especially with uh, the possibility of having Tranquil or um, or Nick Bolton coming back from an injury. Like we we want to spread those guys out. We want to make those guys cover every blade of grass. Let's see how healthy they are. Uh, so I, I expect those things to happen. And and on top of that, Joe Brady, the new OC, has been utilizing some high some you know some creative ways to keep the ball get the ball out of Josh's hands quickly, get it into you know some high percentage throws that lead to yards after catch, some easy kind of layup things, and then builds off of it later. 
So one of the things that Josh Allen's going to have to do, he's going to have to, he's going to have to play within himself, which is easier said than done. But one of the things that I'm listening to you, he's going to have to throw short passes to try to build up, and you know, to a home run pass. Generally, with a big arm quarterback like him, he always likes to try to throw it deep. Mahomes would do that, but that's when he had Tyreek. He can't have done it much uh, with the group of receivers that he has because they haven't really shown themselves to be that you know that type of explosive player. One of the other things, though, that that um, you know that concerns me, and I'm not taking shots, but it's just this is just what it is. They they've they've had like a Dallas Cowboys type schedule where the only quality team that you all have that the Buffalo Bills have beaten is the Miami Dolphins. I mean when when I when I look when I look at the wins, they had the Raiders. Okay, Chiefs beat the Raiders as well. Uh they won against the Washington Commanders. I mean, you know what the commanders are. Miami, yeah. impressive win, especially after after what they did to the Denver Broncos the week before. The New York Giants. See what the Giants are. Tampa Bay Bucks. And they're they're fighting, but they're they're not in the playoffs. And then of course the New York Jets again. So it's so the quality wins aren't really there outside of Miami. So it's like when I look at who they've beaten and see where those teams are, the direction that they're headed. Now, granted, played an excellent game last week against uh, two weeks ago. Uh, well, yeah, two weeks ago against the Eagles. You know, and you just you know lost an overtime. Hey, that that happens. Or I'm sorry, lost lost it. Yeah, it was an overtime. Yeah, it was overtime. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, so that 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 happens. But um, you know, so that concerns me as it relates to whether or not Buffalo can can beat Kansas City. Now, Kansas City, to <clears throat> their ever dying deficit, loving day, plays up and down to the level of competition. Which, again, I think. Matchup with the quarterbacks, CBS, everybody's gonna be blowing it up. I think you'll get a quarterback duel. Mahomes will always be Mahomes. The problem is gonna be the Josh Allen's and all the quarterbacks that play against Mahomes always want to try to compare themselves to it. So you'll get a situation as I mentioned as I mentioned earlier. Josh Allen's gonna try to throw a deep ball, you know, sixty yards down the field, just to, you know, go toe to toe with Mahomes, and that's where kind of the, the mistakes will happen. And I can see that happening in this game. I think the weather, weather initially is supposed to be like 60-some degrees Friday and Saturday and then dip down to 44, which I would say pissed me off, but I won't be in the press box. So I don't, you know, so I, it ain't going to bother me <laughs> one bit. I'm, call me bougie, but I'm not doing cold weather stuff no more. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, I, I do think it's going to be a good game. I still think Kansas City wins this game just because the quality wins and losses between these two teams Outside more with Kansas City with their with with their big wins versus uh, Buffalo, and I think that that's something they can kind of parlay on with that. Yeah, a little yeah. weather re- little weather report for you. You were saying that just uh, high of forty two, low of twenty seven, winds ten miles an hour, partly sunny. So it looks pretty good in terms of the games. So should we should the weather should not be a, a detriment to either team. Yeah, thankfully. Yes, yeah. very happy about that. And I mean, uh, you know, th- this season, uh, I'm, I, I like to look at this season in in two segments. Uh, it's uh, it's the 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 BB era, which is before Brady, and the AD <laughs> era, which is uh, after Dorsey. So uh, okay. at, you got to pat that. Dorsey, you got to pat that. Yeah. <laughs> at, yeah. at, the 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 AD Buffalo Bills have been have been very very good. Uh, I mean. The the loss to Jesus man that loss to the Eagles like if they if if they just if Sean McDermott gives Josh Allen a chance with twenty seconds and a timeout in the fourth quarter, I, 
we may be having a different conversation, right? On fourth and seven, go for it. Don't don't take the field goal. It's overtime, dog. You're on the road. Go for it, man. Like, you know, drop drop a set, man. Let, let, let's 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 get it. Um, especially where the defense have been playing in the second half, uh, with you know, not really being able to stop the Eagles. I I, I think he should have went for it. I'm I'm saying, look, I'm not. Sometimes, I mean, as we just talked about earlier about taking the points, sometimes you got to take the points, man. I mean, because if your defense, because if your defense held them, then, you know, or at least they kick a field goal, you might, well, I guess you end up in a tie unless you can go down and put you in a scoring position. But, I, I I mean, I don't know how much has been talked about because I know everybody talks about Eric Bieniemy not being in Kansas City. I mean, let's, you know, that, that's not, you know, Put the you know leave the elephant out of the room, but Leslie Frazier not being there has hurt your defense. I I don't know. I don't think it has. I mean, honestly, I think the injuries have hurt more than anything else. I, I think I the mean, defense players were injured last year too. Ron Miller was injured last year too. I mean, the, you, 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 yeah, you but know, it was but, just Vaughn. It was just Vaughn last year. Like that. Like you lose Daquan Jones at the time he was get, he got hurt. He was the best defensive tackle in football. I mean, he was. He was top. He was top three in pass rush win rate. He was mm-hmm. top three in pressures. He was top three in uh, uh, run stops. I mean, he was he was a he was a very okay. Okay. very okay. good so, player. Okay, so with that being said, again, that means Leslie Frazier was the scapegoat for y'all playoff loss. Not the fact that y'all didn't put up enough points on offense. You know, so, I mean, people can say, "Oh, well, you you know, you didn't stop Cincinnati." Well, you know, offensively, you didn't put up enough points. So, you know, now you can, you know, blame blame Leslie and he ain't there, but the defense ain't looking no better this year. Well, Darren, listen, uh, you preach to the choir here. I did not uh, I did not call for Leslie Frazier to be gone. Um, sure everybody in Bill's Mafia knows – everybody in Bill's Mafia knows who I was trying to get out of town since uh, the G- Green Bay game last year. Uh, I, I think that well. was like week seven or week eight. I was like, yeah, this dude Dorsey got to go. Like, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching from the Rams game all the way up into the Green Bay game. I'm like, something changed, and this dude just has started dumbing down the playbook week after week after week after week. It's very vanilla, and the talent on the field is producing, not the uh, coordinator. And sometimes you need your coordinator to dial up three or four plays where you just catch. I mean, these are plays that work, and they catch the defense off guard. I've never seen Dorsey do it. Never. I agree. Uh, you ain't got to so, about OCs now. Come on now. We just spent 20 minutes on the enemy, so you ain't got to yeah. about that. <laughs> so, I, you know, listen, I, I mean, Joe Brady so far has been good. Uh, I expect to see really, I expect to see a very, very aggressive uh, sound scheme uh you know, keyed up for uh, for for Sunday. Um, I I do worry about one thing. I, I'm I'm not I'm not so much worried about uh, Travis Kelsey, and I'm not saying that Kelsey. I'm not worried about Kelsey because I don't think that he's a factor. Kelsey's going to get his. There's really not much you can do about it. He's going to get open. The chemistry's there. He's going to produce. I, I don't know. About- Buffalo might triple team him and just just. Hope the chief players don't hope the chief wide receivers don't drop passes. So I can see that. I can nah, see that. That'll be the game the MVS decides to catch everything. No, thank you. 
Uh, we just gonna play this the way we've we had did. that kind of luck this year. Unfortunately. Yeah, I, I'm I'm good on that. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. If that was the case, I I put a lot of money on MVS to get over two catches and 13 yards. So, <laughs> you know what what does worry me though is Pacheco. Pacheco is a violent runner. I'm I'm from I'm from Jersey. I live in Jersey. Uh, Rutgers is about 40 minutes away from me. Um, and I believe, I believe, it, I think Pacheco's from like Camden or something like that. He's from down that way, uh, so you know. Yeah, but 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 remember what I what I mentioned. Start to show off. He's got a he's got a shorter contusion, so I don't expect him to be at hundred percent if he if he does play. Yeah, but whether he play, I chose the contusion or not. That dude is that dude is a, he's he's a, he's a game he's a gamer. I, I expect him to. He's a, he's a gamer. He's a gamer, but the Chiefs aren't going to risk aren't going to risk uh, playoff. You know, playoff. Being without them, you know, if they if that, they need a wrestle, they that's got true. other, you know, they they got other players that can step up. That, not that, hey, uh, uh, Pacheco is the definition of Kyle Brandt's angry runs, is he not? Like yeah. that guy yeah. could probably win it every week if you really get. I mean, that run he had against Green Bay last week, where he was carrying like five or six players. I was yeah wow. when he when, when, he, when <laughs> he first incredible. when he first came to Kansas City, I told him I, I, you know his style was like Kareem Hunt because Kareem Hunt when yeah. he came, you know, he was. You know, from from University of Dayton or Ohio, something like that, fifth round draft pick. And you know, when when he ran, when he ran, he just ran angry. But he, I mean, he he was elusive. He could catch the ball. I just wish he was still here. But yeah, he's uh, he, that that's who I compared him to when he first came on, and then he you know made a name for himself. But I always told him, you know, he runs angry. It's funny. I tell him that during the preseason and stuff. The next, you know, everybody starts saying he runs. I'm like, okay, I'm not giving. But it is what it is. So yeah. I mean, people people say it now. Like, been saying it for two years about this guy how he how he runs. But yeah, great guy because he didn't. He became the starter in week three last year for the Chiefs. It's funny because me and my coles we said he was probably going to be starting by week five, and they they started him two weeks earlier. But again, what I mentioned before, how the Chiefs do things. They draft these young players young, and they mix them in with the veterans right away day one of training camp. And one reason why they do that, and this is a totally different topic, is because you're trying to maximize. These players on these on these smaller deals, while you got Mahomes and Chris Jones and these on these big max deals, you maximize them while you're paying them cheap, get the most out of them. And if you let another team, i.e., 49ers, which are very swore, Juan Thornhill with the Cleveland Browns, you let other teams pay them that quote unquote generational wealth money. So it's usually smart. It's smart, and it's been working. It's been working so far. Um, so as we we approach the hour mark now. Let's we we've talked a little bit about the game. Um, what's your outlook on the rest of the season for the uh the Chiefs? Like where where do you see this going? Chiefs will find a way. They normally do. It's my luck, which I hope so, because I don't want to have to travel to a Super Bowl. Chiefs will have home fit advantage and with it somehow find a way to get back to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Who they play. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, you have to come back to me during the playoffs or whatever. Cause I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to be a home or anything, but when the chips matter, when it's playoff time, I like their experience, at least in the AFC to get to the Super Bowl. And then whether it's Cowboys, Niners, Eagles, I still like the chiefs when it all boils down to just cause the high stakes, they, they find a way to get it done. Uh, okay, so now as an outsider looking in, I mean, you obviously know football very, very well. Um, 
What do you see in the future for the Buffalo Bills this year? I'm glad you said it because I was gonna, I was getting ready to go there. Um, I worry. I mean, I think they lose Sunday, but that's that's just. I mean, I think the Chiefs are gonna. I always had this game marked about the win, but well, what concerns me because you've had losses that you should have teams that you shouldn't have lost to. That's gonna hurt you down the road, and of course. You lose in a head-to-head matchup with the Bengals, even though they lost their starting quarterback. They won that big game against Jacksonville, so you're still behind them. So even if you end up in a tie with them, they get the head-to-head. So, and going from this week to the Dallas Cowboys next week, yeah, if the Cowboys come, you know, if the Cowboys are able to win that game against uh, Philly, you know, they're going to be trying to they're going to be riding high. I don't know how that game turns out. I do think you beat. Uh, the Chargers, if you don't beat the Patriots, something's wrong. But I think Miami gets you at the end because you got to go to Miami, you know, for that game. And depending on, again, it just depends on where these games are as you get nearer and nearer to the end. You know, could Miami be playing for home field advantage? You know, right now they're the number one seed. You know, so so could they be playing for home field advantage at that particular date and time, the last game of the season, you know, against you all? And, and so there's just so many moving parts, but I don't think that the uh, Bills make it make make the playoffs this year because there are just other teams that were kind of surprising, i.e. the Houston Texans and and just where you all are at. I think you're like 11th right now from one through seven. So you need a lot of things to happen to try to, you know, saying to just try to get to where you need to be. But because there's some head to head losses that you all have, you know, like the Denver Broncos, the Denver Broncos are Mm -hmm. now, in that mix as well, so that you know, so, so that really makes it makes it tough for me to be like, uh, you're gonna make the playoffs be a, a number seventeen because I can't say that just because of where some of these other teams are, and looking at your schedule, the teams that you so I can see a scenario where you all go at worst two and three, at best three and two. You know, and and that, and that would be me giving you a win against the Chiefs. But I mean, I, I see, I see two wins, and honestly, you know, the well, this is going to be at LA, so it depends. You know, I know that game, that's going to be a shootout because I know Herbert's going to be throwing the football, Allen's going to be throwing the football. It's going to be a Saturday night game on on Peacock, so that could be a shootout that could go in either direction. So it, it man, it really just depends on on, to be honest. Against the Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, and Dolphins, who has the ball last? I think your only surefire win comes against the Patriots, if no other team. Okay, all right. I, I mean, uh, well, I disagree. I think uh, oh, Buffalo I mean, wins. Yeah, I, I think so. Buffalo. Yeah, I think Buffalo wins out. I think this offense is. Uh, yeah, I'm not going that far now. I listen and listen. We Buffalo's a tough Buffalo's a tough place to play. I know I know you guys don't come here often, but I know you guys don't go there often. But what's your part? Last time Kansas City went there, they beat they beat them there too. Yeah, it wasn't nobody the was fans, in there. Yeah. Nobody, 2020, nobody, yeah. 2020 COVID year. That it's, like game bubble, was, it's like a bubble title, right? Man, 2020 there was no fans there. No that, that game was hold on. Was that game like on a Tuesday afternoon or something? It, it was, was like a Monday night. It, I think yeah, it was like five Eastern. Do you remember that? Uh, it, it was, was like it was like Wednesday that around seven thirty. Yeah, they, they had limited the they had limited the the amount of uh, media that could that could cover that could Wednesday travel. So, football. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I remember that game. 
And, and, I, and the Chiefs I, ran for over 200 yards in that game. I remember that too. Yes, they, I they, remember. They, yeah, they, they beat yeah, us, they up, beat that us game. up. They beat us up bad. Yeah, that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. was a lair. That was a lair. Um, and uh, what was the other guy? Yeah, they, that was a lair. Killed us that game. I think uh, Darren Williams was the other guy that you guys had. Uh, Damian Williams, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, But yeah, I I think Buffalo comes in. I think Buffalo comes in desperate this weekend. Uh, I think they, I think they win in Kansas. That's 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 the that's a problem. Is also a good thing for fans. Both teams are desperate. Yeah, yeah, coming off of a loss. So I I do think the Bills. I think the Bills desperate is like the season though. That's like right. What allows? I've been on the playoff machine here on ESPN, right? So. I give I give us a loss and man we need a lot of things to go right even a ten and seven to get in like we need like we didn't need like the Jets to beat the Browns like it's it's getting that crazy right well but if we, we lost out, to the Jags we lost to the Jags we lost to the Broncos and we lost to the Bengals even if the Jags fall in their face you mm-hmm. know with Trevor Lawrence missing time and uh, you know now Christian Kirk is out even still uh, if it comes down to it where it's Ten and seven, nine and eight. They're, they're going to get the nod over us because of the tiebreakers. So, and just the thing, and, and, you all still got to play at Miami to end the season. I mean, that there ain't no guarantee that y'all not going to split with you. Hold on. Now, it's one thing to be. We, we don't Miami. worry about Miami. We don't worry. Yeah, hold about on. Miami. Well, hold on. That that look, you can say that, but don't think that they don't remember the forty eight twenty loss to to you all in Buffalo. What do you think they're going to try to do when they come down to when they come down to Miami? You think that they're not, not going to blown out again? Oh, they, they, they listen. They, they, they can try with it. Listen, I, we have a tough hold schedule. On, hold on, hold on. I will give you that. Let's not. I am let's not worried about here. Let's, let's just focus on Sunday's game and the L that, that the Chiefs yeah. are going to get. Listen, Sunday, Sunday, we, we, we take care of business. Beat the Chiefs. We get, we get the Cowboys at home. Uh. You know the Cowboys at home. I, I I think that's a winnable game as well. Um, it's at home. You know you 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 gotta you gotta protect home. Um, and then the Chargers. Hopefully by that point the Chargers are you know have nothing to play for left. Uh, Brandon Staley is either out the door or getting ready to be out the door. And you know we owe the Patriots some. And Miami, one game at a time. There one game at a time, but we beat the we beat the Chiefs Sunday. I I see Buffalo winning out. I see Buffalo winning out. And just, and I, I not, not only not only do I see Buffalo winning out, I see Miami dropping the game at home to Dallas, and I see them losing to to the Ravens in at the bank, hey, which would set up which would set up. Week 18 for the division in Miami. That's all you want. This okay. is the entertainment league. This is the entertainment league. You know, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that, that that's the way that's the way I hope the script is written. Let's let's see what happens. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, I'm with you. Absolutely, absolutely. Darren, thank you so much for coming through. Uh very welcome. I'm thank you very much for having me. Thank you, Darren. Absolutely. Uh, we want to give you a few minutes if you want to talk to the uh, the viewers and, and let them know where they can find you, what you're doing, and, 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 and you know how they can tap in with you. Sure. You can just uh, hit me up as you see the <clears throat> see the tag on uh, social media on Twitter at Darren Smith NFL. 
Um, my show airs on the Fox Sports Radio affiliates throughout the Kansas City market on uh, Saturday mornings at 8 a.m., Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, I host, uh, well, I co-host along with my, my co-host, the Brew Game Cheat Sheet uh, covering Kansas City Chiefs live either at the stadium or on location uh, on the road. Uh, covering the team from the press boxes in the stadium. And then, of course, we also do a post-game show live on the field. And then we also oh. do our Chiefs spread hour that we do uh, a day following you know the team win or loss or whatever. So I am easy to find, not hard to, you know, not hard to find. And so uh, reach out to me. I also, you know, always, you know, try to do what I can to uh, spread a little knowledge when it comes to Chiefs and NFL. But Again, I just appreciate you all uh, thinking enough of me to invite me on your show. Of course, of course. One more question, Dan. One more question. Sure. When I touch down in Kansas City this weekend, where should I where should I stop to eat at? What's the oh, spot? Gage barbecue. No, don't listen. Don't give me nothing. Don't give me nothing in the tourist section either. I need you know. I, I just told you, you Gage barbecue. There it is. Gage barbecue. Okay. Okay. All right. Like Gage right. barbecue. Gates like a fence. Gates, Gates barbecue. Gates. Like Antonio Gates. Gates. Gates right there you Gates go. Barbecue. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, everybody tap in with him, please give him a follow. Uh, pay attention. He not. Uh, I, I I believe you also cover the Royals and 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 uh and. Yeah, I'm a man who don't sleep much. Right. So yeah. So the, the man is very very busy. But tap in. We got some baseball fans. We got some soccer fans. So yeah, tap in with him. This man's a wealth of knowledge that you see from the. Uh, from his uh, show today, from the show today. So, thank you again, Darren. We appreciate it. You thank welcome, you so much. Take care and have a safe uh, trip coming to Kansas City. Yes, sir. Thank you. Have a good night. Thanks, Darren. Thank good luck the rest of the season. You. Yeah, take care. Thanks right. so much. Bye. Oh. 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 <laughs> All right. Oh. Playing a little musical chairs there. Yeah. Yo, um, yeah. What's up, bro? I got something for you. Okay. I. You know. Listen. We've been down. You know, we're two and five in our last seven, right? You know, and, you know, we all can learn from history, right? Well, sometimes there are times, you know, when your team is down, you're feeling down about the bills, you know, with all the McDermott talk. And I got two things for you. 2011 New York Giants roll in six and six. Play in Dallas on Sunday night, winning 37-34 thriller against their nemesis, the Cowboys. Take that momentum, go nine and seven, win the Super Bowl over the Patriots, right? 2021 Buccaneers, six and six. I'm, 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 the, I'm Tom, down. the Tom Brady experiment is failing. Ah, the Buccaneers are mid, uh-huh. right? You know, Kansas City blew them out in Tampa Bay. They play us, they get some calls, you know, tug, tug on digs like this, like four times, you know, pass interference. They get a win, they take that momentum and they go and <laughs> they go win the Super Bowl. Whittle. We're at this road, right? We could go one of two ways, right? We know what this team's capable of. We know what we have under center. We know number 14. We know the players we have on this defense, right? We And offense. You know, we're going to get hopefully Daquan back. If we win this week, I mean, I, I just can't imagine that locker room, right? Well, all the things that have gone wrong since the Miami game, things have gone sideways, you know? It, it could just galvanize us and take us to levels. I, I think I agree with you. I think if we win this week, we're going to win out. But I cannot understate the importance of this game, Whittle. I go through a lot of the tiebreakers when we don't beat Kansas City. It's very tough to find a path. 
right? If if we beat them and even if we lost to Dallas, there's a little bit more wiggle room, right? But I don't think we're going to lose to Dallas if we win this game. I, I, I really don't. Yeah, and, It's funny you bring that up because people say, you know, well, the only quality win really is against Miami. Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, we got a lot of quality losses, man. I mean, like, we're talking yeah. about one score, you mm-hmm. know, just little things that, you know, go the other way and we have, we're having mm-hmm. a different conversation. One score against the Bengals, you know what I mean? Kincaid doesn't fumble that football. We're in scoring range. Who knows? You know? Yep. Um, 12 men on the field. Like, that game was won. Uh, you got, got exactly what you wanted. Uh, the offense just couldn't get out of its way in in um in uh oh. in, in yeah yeah I I know I know you um, see him <laughs> yeah 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 we're we're, we're popular tonight I guess we're popular <laughs> with, uh, I, all, all all of our sons all of our sons are coming in that's that's nice yep. come on in guys uh we had the Patriots in earlier now the Dolphins nice 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 for you guys to join us Absolutely. have a seat right on have a seat right on the lap. All right. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, the Jags game, we held them to 11 points until like the fourth quarter. And I just, I, you know, if Dorsey's not the OC, if Brady's the OC, I got to believe we put up more points than that, man. You know, I got to think the offense is a little more crisp. I got to believe that that's what it. So, yeah, this is the, this is the, the catalyst here. We win this game. Not only do not only does it open up our opportunities um, to win uh, or to to gain ground as far as in the playoff chase, uh, I, I think it. I think I think the the team starts to believe it. I think the team can start to see it. And then let's look at what's happening around the league, right? Mm-hmm. Jacksonville quarterbacks out, right? Christian mm-hmm. Kirk is out. You, you know the Steelers. Yeah. Kenny Pickett's out. Mitch Trubisky starting. Who? Mitch Trubisky. I, I mean, backup quarterback with the Browns. You know, uh, how long are the Colts gonna? You know, still. Yeah. How long are the Colts gonna keep keep winning games? You know, yeah. um, the Bengals. Like, are are they gonna sneak up on anybody else? So Joe Browning plays like that, maybe. Yes, but we'll see. Well, they're not like that. Now that now everybody knows, everybody saw it. They they they're, they're going to take these guys serious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and a lot of these guys are playing each other. A lot of these teams are playing each other, and you know you still got you still got the Ravens still have to play a few teams. The Dolphins are still playing teams. So I, I mean, listen, man, it's it's not over, but we got to take care of our business, and that starts this weekend. We have to beat the Chiefs. We have to win that yep. game. And, and you know, and you know, Whittle, with all the things going on with this team, injuries, the Von Miller story, as we know, right? This is where the culture and everything in this team is really, we're in a biggest stress test we've probably have been in since we started Deshaun McDermott, Brandon Bean, era back in 2017, right? Well, we've had greater success, but I think this is the greatest stress test we're at right now because our expectations are here. And our performance is here, right? Can this team rise above all that and win in one of the toughest places in the NFL? As we know, it's gonna be it's gonna be really tough. But I do think we find a way to win. I I think twenty six twenty four, very close game. I expect Josh to get it done late. I I believe I believe in Brady. I agree with you. 
I think he spreads the ball around, and we, we got ourselves out of win. Yeah, I'm going 34 20. I'm going 34 27, man. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we double dip on the Chiefs uh, late, and um, you know, and and they and they make it close by scoring the late touchdown, and we just don't give them the ball back. I think we I think we end up I think we end up winning by seven, but um, yeah. <laughs> so. I I I, just, I the offense has been cooking, man. I I don't see why it's gonna stop. Like if the Chiefs are gonna come in and and I, I get it, their pass rush is really good. Um, I think they're sixth in sacks, but we're third. And Von has and and Von has 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 more rest warrants than than sacks. So I mean, but I tell you what, hey, listen, if Von Miller, if you're out there listening, man, you want to fix your image. Two and a half sacks will get you far this weekend. I promise. Two and a half sacks will have Bills Mafia right back, right back behind you. Um, but you know, in all seriousness, you know, um, I, I I look forward to I look forward to this this game. I look forward to this challenge. The uh, the Buffalo. This is put up a shut up time, and and, and I think they're going to put up. Absolutely. So. Um, I think we're I think we're gonna close it out here. Uh, did you did, did you catch the uh, the new song? Did you catch I did. Song? I caught the first. I love it. Oh, I, right. oh, yeah, that I was like phenomenal. It. I was like, oh, yeah, man. yeah. I yeah. got some. I got some else cooking, man. I got some else cooking. This Exceptional. Is a, a, all Twitter. It's an all Twitter collaboration. I got a beat coming from somebody on Twitter, and uh, I, I got a I got a guy on Twitter that's going. Put down, uh, put down some bars for us, awesome. and uh, it's gonna be a nice little song. And it's crazy too because they're not Bills fans, right? They're not. They're actually fans of teams that we could possibly be seeing very, very soon. So, but it's cool. They're gonna do. They're gonna collab together and uh, and um, put together a nice song for for our show. So. Yeah, that's man. great, Whittle. That that pop. That's like, ooh, that sounds good. I like that. That was that was excellent. So, yeah, great job. It, it, I'm 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 definitely going. I want to I want to keep trying to reach out to these artists. If y'all know the, the guys that put these songs together, like please tell those guys that like hit me back because I really 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 want to feature their stuff. Like this is I agree. Like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm picking music that I like to hear. I'm picking music that I think you guys would like. And I thought that the, the intro for that man, like that that's tough, man. Oh, yeah. I think I'm gonna play it on the I think I'm gonna play it on the way out. What you think? I think we should. I think you've raised the level. I think you've raised the level. Let's do it. So let's shut it down. Let's Let's shut it it down for the night. When we shut it down, everybody make sure you pray before you go to sleep, okay? (laughs) Let's go. Let's go Buffalo. Let's go Buffalo. I need to meditate. I ain't got no room to grow. I would never say. Conversations with the Lord should be every day. Reconnecting with my car. Get my head on straight. Praying on my downfall. Resume, check the resume, set the pace, I don't hesitate, yeah, just get it done, let me demonstrate, 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 let it soak in, let it resonate, blood, sweat, and tears on the 808s, see I'm praying on my downfall. That was yeah, great. man. That was Ooh, great. I guess the juice is going, Let's don't go, it? Little. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got to... I gotta play that before Sunday, man. Right before the yeah, game. Yeah, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's I get the whole song, man, for sure. Um, hey, 
everybody that tuned in, everybody that uh tuned in on Twitter, Facebook, uh YouTube, um if you joined in on the chat, like we appreciate it. Thank you guys for supporting. Um, you know, and, and this channel, this uh coast to coast podcast is gonna become a channel pretty soon. And uh we got some we got some other things cooking. Uh you, you you're gonna see some familiar faces from the spaces uh take take some uh take some spots up on this coast to coast channel as we as we continue to grow this thing. Uh so yeah, man. Like keep I, I know I say it every week. We got some stuff cooking. We really do have some stuff cooking right now. Like, and it's it's coming it's soon, time. but but um it's very exciting you know, time. That's yeah. it. And uh hey, you know, we let's beat Kansas City and let's uh let's do this again next week. Let's do it, little. All right. Everybody, take it easy. Have a good night. Be safe. Go Bills. Go Bills. Have a great week. <laughs>